0: The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone's weekend? I hope you had a great weekend with less pain that you've been dealing with. My pain's been the same, hasn't changed. Um, I did want to let you know, though, I did start out with the um, folic acid. I started out with the one that has the R in front of it, so that way I supposedly... You know, from what they're saying, it's the most authentic and it matches what's in your your body already. So that's what I'm on. I'm going to give it the whole month. Um, I was taking the other one for about two months, the regular one, but I'm going to give it a month. And I'll let you know as soon as I finish that bottle, how well everything went and where my prognosis is right now that I feel my body's how it's handling this medication change. So, on today's list and topic we're going to be talking about is chronic pain treatment. I'm not sure if most of you know, but most antidepressants that you may be taking already are not helpful in regards to pain, you know, as in to relieve your pain. Um, I've read up on a lot of mine, and mine do say that they, they help with pain, but from studies that have been taken, and the one I'm going to be reading here to you, Um, was fact checked from the doctor themselves and it's on the medical news today, um, page. So that's what I'm going to be reading today. And you guys can go from there and see what you believe and do more studying up on it. And then what you want to do is relay that message to your doctor and see what he says about it. If those pain, if those uh, medications, um, work for your pain, Um, but right here like we're going to be talking about today is most antidepressants are not helpful at all. So let's jump right on in. Sometimes doctors prescribe antidepressants for conditions conditions other than depression. This is called off-label prescribing. Occasionally, when someone is suffering from ongoing pain, doctors will prescribe antidepressants to try to treat pain symptoms. A new study analyzed prior reviews in an effort to determine whether using antidepressants to treat pain should be standard practice. The study results showed that more often than not, using antidepressants to treat pain was not effective. Alright, chronic pain overview. When someone undergoes a surgery or illness and experiences pain, this typically clears up after the body goes through its healing process. However, other people have diseases or conditions that cause them to experience persistent pain. This is called chronic pain. Some diseases and conditions that can cause chronic pain include fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, migraine, irritable bowel syndrome, and osteoarthritis. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, a 2019 study showed that approximately 20% of adults in the United States experienced chronic pain. And additionally, 7.4% of adults experienced disruption in the work due to their pain. And That was me. That's why I had to quit a job that I loved very much but it was just getting too hard to handle and it was getting too point, to the points where there was too much stress. The CDC notes that chronic pain is associated with decreased quality of life, opioid dependence, and poor mental health. There are a number of ways in which health providers attempt to treat chronic pain, ranging from physical therapy to medications. These include physical therapy, Massage therapy, electric nerve stimulation, which is the TINS unit, if uh, hopefully many of you know what that is. I use it. It works pretty good sometimes. Um, Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or NSAIDs, uh, muscle relaxers, prescription pain meds, including opiates and antidepressants. So why do they keep uh, prescribing antidepressants for pain? Pain treatments are not always effective. Additionally, some methods, such as the use of opiate medication, can contribute to additional problems, such as addiction. Antidepressants are believed to increase the amounts of chemicals in the brain and spinal cord that are involved in pain pathways. These chemicals, including serotonin, play a role in transmission of pain signals from the brain to the rest of the body. By increasing the amounts of these chemicals in the central nervous system, antidepressants may block pain signals and improve pain. For this reason, antidepressants are often used to treat some types of pains, including nerve-related pain. Alright, so here's the study methods that they used. The researchers searched multiple databases to find reviews for the study. Some of the requirements for study inclusion were the reviews to have undergone peer review and for any use of antidepressants to be compared to a placebo. From their research, the scientists found 26 reviews to include in their study. The reviews covered 156 trials that had a combined 25,000 participants. The uh, study authors found eight classes of antidepressants That were used to treat 22 different pain conditions. The antidepressant classes included serotonin inhibitors, um, those are called SNRIs, selective serotonin inhibitors, SSRIs. Some of the areas they looked into were fibromyalgia, back pain, rheumatoid arthritis, bladder pain syndrome, and chronic migraine. The researchers compared antidepressants to the condition they were used to treat and describe each one as inconclusive. Next is SNRIs are most effective for treating pain. The results of this study are not very promising for the overall use of off-label prescriptions of antidepressants for pain. Out of the review, the study authors analyzed they found that SNRIs yes, NRI medications were best for some pain conditions. Where SNRIs were helpful with fibromyalgia, there was no evidence of the benefit of SSRIs compared to the placebo for this condition. Additionally, the SSRIs were not helpful with back pain or non-cardiac chest pain. So, and finally, Recommending a list of antidepressants without careful consideration of the evidence for each of those antidepressants for different pain conditions may mislead clinicians and patients into thinking that all antidepressants have the same effectiveness for pain conditions. For myself, I'm going to take about seven different kinds, and this minor had to do with antidepressants, they also had to do with bipolar anxiety, you know, different catalog of different things, but none of them have ever been listed to me as a um you know, a painkiller or anything like that. And and to me they never were for that. I never felt any relief from taking those, so you know. You you guys already know the the uh, meds I take for my pain, so you know. This just something that you need to speak with a doctor and talk about and, and you know if it's something other than your depression, ask them why you're get, you know you're getting this medication before you start taking it. So now we need to ask ourselves, why would I get an antidepressant for pain? As their name suggests, antidepressants treat depression. Research also shows that some of these drugs may help with some kinds of long-lasting pain even if the people do not have it. Antidepressants can directly affect how your brain senses certain kinds of pain. Also, if you have depression or anxiety, those meds can ease those symptoms, which can also ease your pain. Doctors don't know exactly why antidepressants help with pain. They may affect chemicals in your spinal cord, and you may hear them called neurotransmitters that send pain signals to the brain. It is important to note that antidepressants don't work on pain right away. It can be a week or so before the pain is any better. In fact, you may not get their full potential or effect for several weeks. If your pain isn't better, then after that, your doctor might change your dose and suggest that you try a different medication. So, exactly what can we treat? They may help ease symptoms caused by arthritis, diabetic neuropathy, which is nerve damage that we all know caused by diabetes, sh- uh, shingles, spinal cord injury, stroke, tension or migraine, headaches, fibromyalgia, and lower back or pelvis area problems. Which ones might help with pain? Tricyclics have been around since the 1950s and are the most common antidepressant prescribed for pain which it affects serotonin in your body and both help regulate, regulate your mood. So if you take duloxetine you might have issues such as nausea dizziness, fatigue, and headaches. At first, SSRIs also can make you nauseated, dizzy, and tired. They also may give you blurred vision, diarrhea, dry mouth, and trouble sleeping. Some medications you may also take you can, can lead to rapid heartbeat, trouble breathing, and trouble sleeping. It also may make you feel anxious, irritable, and restless. In some people, it can also cause headaches, buzzing, ringing in the ears, and a skin rash. And all those symptoms have to do with the medication, bupropion. So let's go a little bit deeper into this uh, antidepressants, and let's talk about more of how many there are. I think I only talked about two or three in the last there. So um, let's go into it a little bit deeper. Some of the more effective and commonly used medications for chronic pain are drugs that were developed to treat other conditions. Although not specifically intended to treat chronic pain, antidepressants are a mainstay in the treatment of many chronic pain conditions, even when depression isn't recognized as a factor. So here's the types of pain relieved. Antidepressants seem to work best or pain caused by arthritis, nerve damage from diabetes, nerve damage from shingles, nerve damage from other causes such as peripheral neuropathy, spinal cord injury, stroke. Also, uh, tension, headache, migraine, facial pain, fibromyalgia, low back pain, pelvic pain, and pain due to multiple sclerosis. The pain-killing mechanism of these drugs still isn't fully understood. Antidepressants may increase neurotransmitters in the spinal cord that reduce pain signals, but they don't work immediately. You may have you may feel some relief from an antidepressant after a week or so, but maximum relief may take several days or weeks. People generally experience moderate pain relief. From antidepressants, medications from other drug classes with distinct mechanisms of pain relief such as anticonvulsants may be used in combination with antidepressant class medications if pain relief with antidepressants is incomplete. Antidepressants are classified based on their chemical structure and how they work. One of the most effective groups of antidepressants for pain is known as the trisolites, which we already talked about there. But let me uh, give you some other ones that are here. Amitripiline. There's also doxepin. Um, clomipramine, Besoprin. There's a whole bunch of them here. And side effects of trisolytic antidepressants. Blurred vision. Drowsiness. Dry mouth, nausea, lightheadedness on standing up due to the drop in blood pressure, weight gain, difficulty thinking clearly, constipation, difficulty urinating, heart rhythm problems, problems having sexual intercourse. To reduce or prevent side effects, your doctor will likely start you at a low dose and slowly increase the amount. Most people are able to take tricyclic antidepressants, particularly in low doses, with only mild side effects. The doses that are that are effective for pain are generally lower than the doses used for depression. Here's some other antidepressants uh, antidepressants that may help. Other classes of antidepressants have become more popular because they have fewer side effects. These drugs may also be used to help relieve chronic pain. Some SNRIs, such as FXR, XR, which is one I took, Cymbalta, I took that one too, and there's some others here that are kind of difficult to uh, say for me, but may, these may help relieve chronic pain. People with chronic pain often develop depression along with their chronic pain. So the one thing you need to realize before you start taking these is they're going to have their own side effects also along with the, you know, other medications you may be taking. So you really need to keep in contact with the doctors if something changes. And, of course, I'm going to post this. And, of course, there's more information on here. I will make sure that this is posted um, with the um, information here so you'll be able to read it for yourself. SSRIs may boost the pain-killing effects of some tricyclic antidepressants by increasing the levels of tricyclic antidepressants in your blood. If your doctor prescribes both medications, they should be used with caution. That's what I was just talking about. If you have any concerns, talk with your doctor. SSRIs generally don't work as well as the tricyclic antidepressants for pain but they often produce fewer side effects. Fluoxetine can cause certain side effects such as insomnia and dizziness. It's important to note that the antidepressant medications are associated with slightly increased risk of suicidal thoughts or actions. Talk to your doctor or counselor promptly if you feel depressed or suicidal. So in other words, you just need to be very careful Um, when you start out with these medications, I know, remember, I remember when I first started out with them, there was a lot of side effects Mm -hmm. and eventually I got used to it. And then again, eventually down the line, we started changing my medications around to where I'm at now. Um, but again, you know, please be careful and talk to your doctor about the side effects that you may have. Uh, now I want to let you know that on my, Uh, Facebook page, I also linked my affiliate page on there too, and that was just a neuropathy support group and podcast and, or just affiliates. I just wanted to set that page up by itself so I don't have so much stuff going through my regular lines to where, you know, you guys aren't there to see all these ads all the time. So the only time I'll post something is when it's a, a sale or a new product just came out then I'll make sure I headline it and put it right there but other than that I'll just be posting everything inside this on that one page which is the um, affiliate page and I see some of you have already gone there so that's great but if you have that opportunity to make a purchase on any of the things that are there I mean I have so many more I still need to put on there but See what they got. You know, they got some real good deals on, on different things. There's pet supplies. You mm-hmm. know, then there's the CBD, THC. There's there's a lot of things. You'd be amazed I'll be on different products. But other than that, I want you guys to take care. Take care of yourselves. concern yourselves with just you and how you feel. And try to enjoy your week. Go out and read. Spend some time with the family. As much as you can. And I will talk to you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, instagram itunes spotify and stitcher and finally whatever life throws at you even if it hurts you just be strong and fight through it remember strong walls shake but never collapse talk to you next Monday